Well, we continue our build-up now to the finals and NRL.com's Dan Walsh joins us on the line. Thanks for your company, mate. How are you? Yeah, good, thanks, Chris. How are you going? I'm good. I'm good. I'm, I'm, I'm itching for tomorrow's game. I've got to be honest with you. I mean, a few weeks ago, Manly, they gave them, not a tickle up, but they certainly um, gave them a run for their money, Melbourne Storm. Um, so let's start with that game, the, the first cab off the rank. I mean, um, Desi Hasler, uh, I see today in, a, in an article you wrote, your lead article on NRL.com, the mind games have begun. Hey, He's claiming that maybe Melbourne are impossible to beat. What do you make of that? Yeah, uh, Chris, mate, first off, I'm I'm in the same boat. I'm thinking this could almost be the game of the season thus far, just given just the talent across both sides and the form they're both fitting it in. Uh, in terms of, yeah, Des's press conference uh, early this morning, Craig Bellamy had his right of reply a few hours later, and uh, I don't know if Craig even briefed on it beforehand, but the question barely got out before Craig goes... <laughs> Uh, Des said that, did he? Yeah, mind mm. games right there. So I think that, yeah, and Clay fired back, uh, well, not fired back, so to say, but he rightly pointed out that Manly are well and truly the form team of the past month. Uh, they're at full strength. So uh, if anyone, yeah, in terms of, if anyone's, in terms of being beatable, um, Manly's right up there and they're right in this competition as well. So, mm. yeah, a bit of, bit of mind games from Dez, but, yeah, Craig Bellamy well aware of it and, yeah, it sets the scene for just a cracker tomorrow night. It's a great way to start the series. Ah, should be, hey. Yeah, I mean, um, and you always have this banter between these two. It's um, So Bellamy's basically saying that Manly are anything but a dark horse. They they have been in really good form and, and we know they have been in, in great form. It's a strange one, isn't it? I think, I, am I right in saying Desi's the only coach with a winning record against Craig Bellamy? Yeah, yeah, it really, yeah, you're right there, Chris. And uh, yeah, the thing is, especially when you look at, you know, you compare it to a, a coach like Wayne Bennett, who he just can't buy a win against Craig Bellamy's side. But it is just uh, whatever it is, Des has figured out, you know, a little bit that um, yeah does work against Craig Bellamy's side. Uh, yeah, whether, how it plays out tomorrow is just going to be uh, fascinating in terms of, you know, uh, Cameron Munster, how big a role does he play? Uh, expecting him to... Uh, he'll get the call on whether he's fit or not. Craig Bellamy is going to trust him with the decision on the knee infection that he's importing. Uh, so that, that's, a, you know, just one of many subplots to it in terms of, you know, Cam Munster, the bloke... Mm. The bloke can play hungover and win you, win you an Origin series. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, in terms of what he can do with an infected knee, it could well bring the best out of him. Uh, I personally, I expect him to play. So, yeah, it's just another star that's going to turn out. And then you're talking, you know, Savoyevich, Gary Evans, Ryan. Pat- like, I could, I could name you one to seventeen for both teams. They're just been that good and nick at the moment. Mm. Uh, yeah, shaping up as a fantastic game and. Uh, easily the hardest one to pick as far as actually tipping a winner out of this because, as you said, Manly's coming in absolutely red hot, mm. but Melbourne's been that way all season. I tell you who's had a, a red hot season, and that is uh, Brandon Smith, um, the, the the cheese or whatever his, his name is these days. Um, <laughs> it's an embarrassment of riches almost that Melbourne has got in that they've got two world class hookers in Brandon Smith and uh, and Harry Grant. 
Um, and now Harry will find himself well, on the bench uh, playing second fiddle to Brandon Smith. I think at the start of the year, we probably thought it might be the other way around, but such has been Brandon Smith's form this year. It's been irresistible. Um, and Craig Bellamy has had no choice really, but to hand him the number nine Jersey. It's been a remarkable season from him. And when he's firing, the storm is firing. Tell us a bit about the cheese um, and how he has gone from relative anonymity um, to be a star in his own right. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, so I, uh, I got to have a bit of time with Cheese uh, over the phone uh, and, you know, do the COVID restrictions earlier this week. But uh, uh, I think we all see it in terms of the Instagram stories, the Channel 9 interviews, he's not stitching someone up, he's being stitched up. Uh, he's a fantastic character, but I, uh, I felt like throughout the year uh, his footy has probably been overshadowed by that a little bit. But uh, what Melbourne are tell, you know, Melbourne are happy to say is that Brandon is really the heartbeat of his team at the moment in terms of his uh, throughout his leadership has come on in leaps and bounds as a ball player, uh, and yeah, that's how he's keeping Harry Grant on the bench. And uh, the thing is, he and Harry are great mates. There's no, it's not so much a competition as a combination between those two. And uh, the thing with, with Brandon that's really come to the fore for Melbourne, and they're as surprised as anyone, is that uh, he's, lead, he's, he's turned into a new leader at the club in terms of mm. during the Origin series, uh, you know, when you're missing your Munsters, uh, you know, your Dale Finucans and the like. Uh, Brandon Smith, the rat guy, he's driving the standards. He, he's driving Craig Bellin up the wall, but he's also, uh, you know, making sure these blokes complete their extras and leads that professionalism that Melbourne has just kept the bar out for so long. And so that's where Brandon has really come along in leaps and bounds this year. And as far as what you've seen from the number nine, he's just he's quite unlike anything we've seen in a while because he's, he's 94 kilos of elbows and arms. And mm. He's very hard to stop, but he's also got a little bit of ball playing to him. And uh, yeah, I'll always bow down to guys like uh, Buddy and Andrew Johns when it comes to the, the creative side of things and when those two absolutely love a player and what he brings and how he approaches his craft, which they do with Brandon, uh, it's a fair indication of where the bloke you know, where the bloke stands in terms of how his teammates view him and how uh, you know, people in no rugby league view him. And so this season has just been pretty phenomenal for him and uh, yeah, he's a really interesting character to look at yeah, as the final series kicks off, and mm. there's no shortage of those across the game. Talking to uh, Dan Walsh from NRL.com about uh, all things, well, on the eve of uh, the NRL finals, and uh, we're talking about the hectic cheese, uh, Brandon Smith, who has made the number nine jersey his own at the the Melbourne Storm. There's a start of the season, Dan, where, you know, the talk's linking him with the Titans, with the Bulldogs. What's his long-term future? For, for me, I think it's a real luxury that a club can have um, Brandon Smith and Harry Grant. I mean, it almost it's almost too good to be true. And I'll tell you one club that could really do with Harry Grant, I, I doubt it would ever happen, wouldn't West Tigers love to have him back? Oh, they would have loved to have never let him go. They would have loved mm. to have kept him after, uh, you know, the Dalian Rookie of the Year season with them. It is a really interesting point for those two. And I think it will come to a head at the end of the season. Mm. Both, uh, as I said before, both of them are great mates. They talk. They they do extras together. They talk about their craft together. 
they're, they're just socially, they're good mates. So the competition there is not so much, uh, it's not personal in any way, but at some point, both of them want to be starting hookers, don't they? Mm. And there's only one of those in each team. So all bets are off until the end of the season. Uh, Brandon specifically said uh, during, during the interview I had that he told his manager, no talking to journalists, no talking to clubs, no talking to me. Uh, we're just leaving that because he wants to win another premiership. Hang on, Dan, uh, but he, he spoke He spoke to you, didn't he? <laughs> he did, he did. And that was the one where he goes... Exclusive. Yeah, and, and I can tell you that, uh, that the tone noticeably changed when I said, mate, yep, we've got to talk about your future because it's been the talk of the town for the last 12 months. And Brandon Smith, happy-go-lucky, lovely fella, uh, it's yeah, the temperature dropped in the conversation. I can tell you, so he's a little bit sick of all the speculation around him. But at the same time, when you go to the market, when you do talk to other clubs, there's been interest from the roosters. Obviously, the Bulldogs are love to get a hold of him, and you know, there's five or six other clubs that given a chance they mm. would. Uh, yeah, you can't help but have that. But at the moment, um, Brandon, so any sort of Formal negotiations, they'll be put to the side until Melbourne season is running down. And Harry Grant, though he's on contract with Melbourne for another year or two, he's also in a similar position where he's playing well and truly above his value at the moment. So I expect a similar sort of situation where Melbourne will eventually sit down with Harry and say, right, what can we do for you? What can we do for Brandon? And how can we sort this out? Mm. Because Melbourne is, they are the absolute benchmark and, yeah, they're going to work out a way that they can try and keep them. Uh, whether they can, it's an absolutely another matter altogether. Mm. Watch this space. Hey, all right, other player movements, uh, you're, you're right across it. Now, um, Moses Suley, it looks like a, a deal is being done for him to go to the Dragons next season, and I think that opens up a bit of cap space for, for Manly, uh, bringing in Ethan Bullimore. Do you reckon that's a good acquisition for them? Yeah, Bullymore is, um, well, put it this way, Brisbane didn't want to, did not want to lose the young fella, but they've got, uh, they've, got some, they've got a cavalcade of young forwards coming through, and I think Bullymore especially is quite suited to, the, to this high octane kick-again game we've got at the moment where leg speed and power is what you really want from a forward. Uh, so uh, Manly won't be making any comment on that, and they won't be making any announcements while their season is still alive. Uh, and the same thing goes for Moses Sully, but the deal for the Dragons is done there. Uh, but expecting that Ethan Bullymore to arrive as well as a bit of a background enforcement and yeah, adding yeah, potentially a bit of leg speed off the bench. And uh, the other thing with Manly as well is Dylan Walker, who's, uh, who's moved into a bit of a utility role mm. given the, uh, the, the great form of Brad Parker and Morgan Harper and that wire. They're kicking out the centres. So Dylan's He's sort of reshaped himself a little bit, hasn't mm. he? And moved into the middle a bit. Uh, he's off contract, but there has been an offer on the table for some time from Manly. Uh, I expect that one to be done as well after the season. What, basically, now that finals have kicked off, most negotiations do get put to the side for, for the guys when they are focusing on these big games. But uh, yeah, Manly, just a few little, few tinkers and a few tweaks to that roster that Ben Taylor has got absolutely at the moment. All right, Dan, before you head off, mate, um, four games this weekend then. Are there any upsets? Fair question. 
Mate, well, we might chat at the same time next week and see uh, see how your predictions uh, went. But uh, do enjoy week one of the finals. Great stuff. There is Dan Walsh from NRL.com. You can read all his stuff at the uh, the official website of the NRL. And uh, tomorrow, well, tomorrow we will know. One team will be going through to the uh, preliminary final. Will it be Manly Will it be Melbourne? You're listening to Chris Warren, this special NRL Finals edition of Higher Ground.